Do you want to take it further? Yeah. All right. This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. Album 13, track 9. Dance Tonight. Your body gets me from across the floor Everybody's watching, I just wanna give you more Don't care about nothing, I'm falling for your love in the worst way What do you mean? Because they're they're this like this boggles me that they like clucks these two right next to each other. Well, I think this is where you know this album gets some knocks. Like, is is an the example of yeah. this? This sequence is a strange sequence. We've been on kind of a high, I no. think. Right? Oh, a joyous I mean, high. I would say you know since miles away, we're on like even incredible with its ups and downs. Yeah, is like this is an interesting trajectory, and then dance tonight sort of takes us. A step back and yet uh, and i'll say over the years like when this album came out this was one of my least favorite tracks on yeah. the album i thought it was kind of boring i didn't love the vocal choice i didn't think it really anything really happened for me and and i agreed because it's like after the the joyous buoyancy of beat goes on i was like this felt plodding and kind of like right. heavy it but, felt very heavy but i'm now, gonna say that now now so a couple weeks ago, I was, you know, I rolled myself some grass. Oh. I rolled a grass, a grass <laughs> joint. Got are we, st- on, are we still my- listening to Sunny and Cher? Yeah, I was listening to some Sunny and Cher. <laughs> I got back into my wicker area. Okay. And I was laying down and I had, I had my headphones on and I was listening, you know, listening, get ready for episodes and stuff. And the first thing was that... Um, I thought that this bass line mm, was yeah. really good yeah. and cool. And then the beat is really thick. Like yeah. it's like kind of hot actually. And it takes a while for it to warm up. Yeah. I think, and I don't love Justin's voice like 
giving us all the yes and uhs and feels good. Well, my good. thing with Justin is, is like, why are you taking Madonna to the club? I think Madonna's <laughs> taking you to the club, baby doll. I, like, mean, I, like, I think it's, yeah, ageist and like, sexist. What's he doing? What's he, who do you think you are, honey? Exactly, Justin. There wouldn't be a club <laughs> to go to. Exactly, Justin. <laughs> Plus, you're in London. You don't know where the clubs are. Yeah, whatever. Maybe there's Madonna at this point. But, <laughs> but I, think, I think like the first thing that's shocking and hard about this song is Madonna's vocal choice. Move your body, catch me from across the floor. Everybody's watching, but I just wanna give you more. Don't care about nothing. I'm falling for your love in the worst way. Uh, well, but uh, the, she, yes. she has uh, th this is an a this is kind of her like professorial voice it's kind of nasal it's kind of like meh, 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 yeah meh. there's nothing um there's nothing passionate about it no it's it's very well i was joking before while we were listening to it i was like as the song they started recording the song madonna's like just entering the studio she's like taking her cap off and her thing and she's like all right all right let's all go right. Move <laughs> your body. Yeah. but on I was thinking about the story of the song and why is it on the album? Yeah. And first, I think I think it is a sneakier song than I, I initially thought. I think it's funkier than I initially thought. But my theory is, are you ready? Yeah. That this was the first song that they made. Oh. And I think that it's the song like there that in fact i think maybe this was going to be maybe this we were thinking of this as a single oh you, you and the singles you're always on the search for the yes. alternate singles well, it's not the alternate singles i think this was the the they were like maybe this is the single and then they were like no it's not the single because they took a lot of the same elements and put them into four minutes correct but it doesn't feel piecemealed the same way what i like about this because because yes. i think that's an intro i this definitely has a courtship vibe yeah there's definitely a vibe of like let's let's smell each other out let's see what we're capable of do you want to take this further and i do th exactly and i do think that they presented pretty much this the finished production of it to kind of really dazzle madonna yeah because there is that kind of it is is a bold sound for her it is very different the the beat is kind of um slinky and sexy yeah. and plot and and there's something powerful about that in that way and then madonna was like okay i can get into this yeah so that i can get into however um it 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 doesn't feel pieced together in that same way that four minutes winds up sounding right and this is i think ironically probably one of this and Devil are probably my two favorite collaborations that they did together mm. on the mm -hmm. record. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think this is a really cool collaboration too. I think that the trading of the vocals is cool. It's going yeah. again back to this thing I'm thinking about where they're, you know, Madonna's T talking back and forth to yeah. her inner self. And Why wasn't Justin though credited? Because he's singing just question. as much on this as he is on Four Minutes. Well, I think it goes back to again when they um, figured out they needed a, a single single and they did Four Minutes and that was the one that they were going to feature him on. Yeah, but I agree. This is a duet, as I feel like almost all the songs with those collaborators are all duets. So yeah, I think it's weird too. Well, do you think it's all? I mean, do you think? Because, and this has certainly um, uh, kind of shadowed the reception to this album, that there's too much of the collaborators on the songs, which makes it seem less of a, 
of a and and to have all of them credited over and over yeah. again would be like whose album is this right i think well i think ultimately the, that's what people gleamed from like in a lot of the reviews talk about you know who is the master who is the slave who on is this the album master, the slave. which i think is what she's exploring i think she's figuring out like well where do i start and where do i end and who can lead without me in the driver like who can lead besides me yeah. I need I need more leaders because I don't want to lead all the time. Right. You know, which is interesting because when you think about Hung Up, I think like Stewart was leading a lot of yeah. that. And yet it still feels like Madonna was leading. Like that is a the really crisp collaboration, but everybody stayed in their lanes. Yeah. And here she's dealing with people who um, traverse in multiple lanes simultaneously almost all the time. And at a faster pace probably than she's working. Yeah, they're making a lot of stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because their sound is of this moment. It's... And that's the thing that I've learned to love about it. I, I, because there are, I mean, we, we just got up and danced to this song. Yeah. And it's so fun. And it's so like... All Easy. Of the, and and the way that the vocals kind of snake in and out and you kind of have these moments of like, do you want to take it? For, and and yeah. I think that that's all really like sexy and yeah. great. And they're really, their harmonies on this are really pretty oh, too. I gorgeous. Mean, they, really, they really meet each other. There are times where I can't, there's a couple times where I can't tell whose voice it is, mm-hmm. which is surprising to me too. And I really like that they found that. Yeah, and then when we get the synth at the end, which is pure Timberland, yeah. and that's again why I thought like this is kind of like it's before they turn the knob all the way up to make four minutes, which is like yeah. everything's at thirteen, and this is like at a six or seven. Yeah, like, you know what I yeah. mean. Yeah, yeah. I like this cool slide. I think it'd be really great to hear this acoustically. Like oh. if, if Justin Timberlake and Timbaland came in with a guitar, a synth, and Madonna. And just did a, yeah. like an acoustic set. Going Almost like a to, tiny desk. Remember yes, we were talking about yes. tiny desk. If Madonna had done a tiny desk for two thousand for Hard Candy, oh. she could have done an acoustic version of Dance Tonight. She could have done acoustic versions of most of these songs. Yeah. I think that would have been really cool. Maybe not give it to me, but maybe. Yeah. But it made me think too, like when you're just we were talking about Dua Lipa in the last episode, that this has a Dua Lipa vibe to yes. it. Yes, um, it's and, not trying too hard. Yeah, and and it, it there's also what I like about it a, a couple of vocal things. She's already on the floor I catch you on the floor you're gonna catch me there come on out and join me like yeah. it's it's kind of like heart candy where it's already in progress uh-huh, uh-huh. when when Don is our candy, or shop. candy shop sorry when when it when she kind of is doing it and yet um and there's also that line and this is a question I have for you Kenny do you have to be beautiful to be understood you don't have to be beautiful to be understood You don't have to be rich and famous To be good 
you don't have to be beautiful to be understood. You don't. Well, I think it's harder sometimes. I think it's easier to not be beautiful. And be understood. Well, I think people dismiss you more when you're beautiful. Sometimes. Yeah. Depends on what you're talking about. Right. And either they're listening to you more or listening to you less. It depends on how beautiful you are Mm. and what you are saying. I mean. (laughs) When was the last time you were, what you were saying was dismissed because of your beauty, Kenny? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, I, I don't know a time where that happened. I, I, I can How, remember three times where that happened where they were like, oh, Kenny, he's just too beautiful to feel that way. Three? Yeah. I, like, it was whispered to me at a party. Really? Yeah. Twi- three times. No. Not really. No, I didn't think I'm so. Trying to be nice. <laughs> I don't think that people would call me beautiful. Um, maybe, but I think more like... I think it's more like... Sometimes I think I can be charismatic oh. and the charisma... Makes you beautiful? Makes me, maybe, but the charisma supersedes whatever I'm saying, meaning like people will be like, yes, yes, whatever you say. Oh, I like you that. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather be known as interesting looking. Uh-huh. I, I love, I think that's a great compliment when someone is interesting. And I know yeah. that gets a lot of like, like, I, I think Barbara Streisand's book, one of the many things she talks about is being called interesting looking and how she saw that as a, like a slight. I disagree. I think being interesting is... Yeah, is you're a much, standing out. Yeah, you're standing out. You want to be distinctive. Someone wants to keep looking at you. To you don't try have to, to be distinctive to be understood. I think that's what she meant to say. Really? You don't have to be distinctive <laughs> to be understood. It just didn't quite uh, play. You don't have to be rich and famous to feel good. <laughs> um, that's true. But you have to move on and on and on. No, you need more and more, more and more. More and more and more. I thought it was on and on, high and on, on and on and on, more and more and more. Huh? You just want more, more. Just want more. more. But then at the end, I love as we're doing the breakdown, she's like, catch me on the floor. Catch me on the floor. I think that, you know, her voice is divisive in the song. It's yeah. a it's a strong choice. Yeah. But it's not quite supported, especially at the beginning. It comes in and I wish it were like a little more like once we get into like the the, the bridge, I think it's really beautiful and I like And and when Justin maybe and also when Justin blends with her it sweetens yeah. it really. Yeah. Do you think this is the crybaby character? Aged up and 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 no. kind of out. No, she's raised her kids with the crybaby, and now she's out at the clubs. No, I mean this is a different character, and but it only comes in this song in four minutes. We never hear this character again. Yeah, this voice doesn't has never come back again. Thank goodness. Right. Thank goodness. Why do you think this is totally? Uh, this is a larger question. Okay? okay. Why do you think at this time that the Timbaland Neptunes Timberlake sound was the sound of this time. Like, how does it reflect? Like, do you know what I mean? The culture. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I've been thinking about this really, really interestingly because right before Hard Candy came out in 2008, Janet Jackson put out her album Discipline and it had a song on it that I loved. And I said at the time, this will be Janet's next big single. And it was a song called Tonight.
and I remember when the when the when the Madonna record was coming out, there was a song called Dance Tonight and it had the two and the night. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like they're in sync again, right? And I think one of the things that is missing from this era of pop is um really solid just songs. There are hooks, there are beats, there are choruses, there's all these kind of grooves, but there's not just a basic song that's pl like a pop song in the same way. And so I think a lot of the, I think that a lot of musicians didn't trust that the listeners would stick with just a solid song anymore. Mm. And so that's why the production, because what characterizes all of these is a restless kind of like, beat-based sound that's always shifting, always moving. The tempo moves up. We have a dropout. We've got this. We've got that. We break the whole thing down and just stop singing altogether. And that, to me, um, is to keep everyone's attention mm. in a way that I think in the past, they would just focus on the quality of the actual song they were they were writing. And then that started to kind of devolve. I think I think you're onto something... There's a restlessness. There's a sort of like, I think that there's a darkness in the Timberland stuff yeah. that's really heavy, like ominous. Well, well, and 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 an epicness. Like yeah. there's something bigger going on. It's like a wide shot. Well, this goes to like you know I think you know um, going back to um, beat goes on and the Get Stupid remix that's in the show. Mm. One of the things that's so interesting is is. Um, she references climate change in yeah. that she's showing Obama. She's showing the changing landscape. She's like, we don't have a lot of time. The clock is ticking. We need to make decisions. The world is changing fast. Yeah. And that I just wonder, like, if part of what the Timbaland sound was picking up is like this sort of not apocalyptic, but like end of the world or desperation or fear or like. There's something well. There's a there's scary, but like lack of control. Yeah. There's la a lack of kind of organized. There's almost an organized chaos to these songs. Yeah. And to that time, and and if you think about it, like, you know, President Obama was elected. It was to kind of start a new chapter, and a lot of the things that were going on in the world weren't being solved. Right. And so there was a lot of and and you know there was a lot of kind of crazy things going on and and um and and disorder and chaos and we were starting to look at our institutions in a different way the internet and social media were starting to really emerge which was starting to fracture our attention spans too yeah, yeah. and so it's also kind of like i have you instead of having you for three and a half minutes to tell you a story and a song i have you for like maybe seconds. 45 seconds yeah, yeah so i better move it along and really get to the point and bring it something in a sound that's going to capture you exactly so so then in that way, I think like Pharrell is like the flip to Timbaland, like actually an opposing force like, yeah. because the so Pharrell sound is bright and light and poppy and boppy yeah. and dingy and wingy, you know, wingy, yeah, wingy, wingy, you know, but, but, but while also capturing that kind of always shifting. Yes. Yes. The shifting landscape, the earworms that 
slide in and slide yeah. out. You can't ever know where it's going to go or it's going to shift. But there's a, a, a frivolity and a playfulness yeah. that I feel like the Timberland, Timberlake tracks do not have, yeah. right? Yeah. They sort yeah. of counter. And Madonna is trying sort of, in a to, way... To, to be in the middle of it all. And hold both yeah. on, in opposite hands and sort of pull them in. Yeah. To yeah. varying degrees of success, right? Yeah, well, and, and it makes sense that, like, for particularly for someone like Justin Timberlake, who, when he went solo, he really wanted to mature. Yeah. And this sound really is an is a mature sound. There, There's a yeah. wisdom to it and a weight. And it gave his... Because his voice is really interesting on this song, but yeah. and, and you see the power and the flexibility of it, but it's not a a, a formidable instrument. Um, no, I mean, actually, you know, he does have a very powerful, beautiful voice. Yeah. Like I think back to some of the InSync songs, like especially oh, yeah. like Gone, where you can really hear oh, yeah. Yeah, his yeah. gorgeous vocals. But I think, yeah, in this he plays back or he pulls back. Yeah. Um, but it also, you're right. I mean, you know, Timberland... Timberlake. <laughs> Timberlake. Here we are. We will get this right before the end of the the season. Timberlake and Timberland. Timberlake, Justin. Yes. Um, had never really technically produced another artist, so this is a stepping into a different kind of role. Correct. Um, Correct. More with more maturity, and because he's also he had also worked with Pharrell as well. I mean, yeah. like I love you is a Pharrell song and one of my favorites of his. And, yeah, oh, I love um, that song. And that like. Song. And so I think he also has been playing with this op opposing forces in music as yeah. well. You know? Well, and and the other thing I would say back to Timberlake's voice is in those productions, it's an element of, of all of these other things. Yeah. And Madonna is not used to being just an element in the in the song she is she's right. used to driving the song and it's it's very interesting again that no, none of the songs kind of end with her just her voice and then drop out well on and on i'm the beat goes on does or, yeah you know but yeah i think she she's she's trying to figure out where she fits in this landscape yeah. and how does she see the world and you know what i mean yeah like there's yeah. something well yeah. there's something commendable about this song in that way because because this song does show that she's willing to flex and bend yeah. and, and change her identity in some ways because there are something I think I've always found dissatisfying about the song is I can feel the Madonna part trying to like break out of this like but that beat is just so thick and yeah. so pervasive and you're just kind of like you know we're dancing and we're dancing and we're waiting for I'm uh, this song almost needs the catharsis that I always love in a Madonna song right. where she like reaches that you know that ray of light zenith and it never kind of happens in this it gets close in the you don't yeah. have to be beautiful to be understood you know and it goes it builds and builds more and builds. more more yeah yeah but adds less less and less <laughs> no single no, no video no remixes no it's okay it's okay till next time <laughs>